Say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. I'll say what I need to say. I don't know the words to the song. Hey, Smelly Bellies. Welcome to the Smelly Cast Podcast. This is Phil. And Mike. And... Dustin! Our surprise guest speaker. That's all you get to hear until we finish our intro. This is Smelly on the wind. You can't hear that because he's not supposed to be talking. Oh. Because he's a secret. We don't want you guessing who it is. Okay, this is boring. Intro time. Another cast to the number nine. Two things. Number one, I'm really glad I'm no longer the only fat guy dancing to that jingle. Yes. Thank you, Dustin. Number two, Mike dances so awkwardly. I think that I would really like to see him on Molly at a rave. <laughs> I, I'd, you know, I'd actually like to see myself on Molly at a rave. <laughs> I think that would be wonderful. If, great, if this is great something we can all. set up, not that we condone drug use of any kind, I think it would be something that would be very. I think that to would see. be great. I got to get this out of the way. I don't know why we didn't do this on the 40 other takes that we tried, but do you have a stand-up desk, Mike? Is that what you're doing? I do. That's awesome. I'm using a stand-up desk, and I have for the last few episodes, and uh, my wife built it for me, actually. That's she awesome. She built it out of uh, Ikea parts. I should put a link to it in the in the show notes, but uh, it is very awesome. I That's love it. cool. I like it. You look like you're you're up and ready to go. You're loosey-goose and ready to uh, take on the world. So awesome. There's a whole different kind of energy when you're standing up versus when I'm sitting down. That's and, very true. Uh, I, I really like it. So, awesome. Thanks, wife. Uh, so, sorry. Dustin. <laughs> Thanks for derailing. We don't even know who you are. <laughs> who are you, Dustin? You're just some guy. I'm nobody. <laughs> the wind. Dustin has been one of our longest supporters of this podcast. But more than that, he's a friend. I'm a friend. A true, true friend. Yep. So his brother Peyton was the same age as Michael and myself. Also a true, true friend. Very good friend. And... You know, there aren't very many older brothers who surpass the level of being the friend's older brother and become the friend. But we were blessed to be accepted into Dustin's circle of friends. Yes. No, see, I feel like I leveled up. You guys didn't need to be accepted to me. I'm the one who leveled up. That's awesome. Everyone knows that we're the awkward brother's friends who look up to you. And now... We're in your friends group, which is cool. And I've now to prove that I talk about you, Phil, being at film school and MVU and what you're doing in uh, your life. And Tamara's like, I wish you could just go with Phil to film school. It's pretty, and cool. then you would I, be happy. <laughs> I've considered just leaving everything in my life uh, and just going down there so many times. Wouldn't that be Have awesome? You, us three can, down at I film school. I considered it this afternoon, actually. Dude, that would be awesome. Yes, that would actually would. be really cool. Yeah, just bring your kids and your whole livelihoods and just come to school. Yeah, that would be great. Easy. It's cake. <laughs> all right, we're money. doing it. We're committing right here on the show. Oh, we're all gosh. moving. Oh, I wish I'm that was true. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna stop you because you both have families and are very responsible, and I don't think I should let you do this. I know. Yeah, my wife would kill you. Yeah, <laughs> she'd wife. probably understand though. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you guys both have great wives, and I feel super loved by both of them and yourself. So, so Dustin, great. I was told by a certain someone, yeah, who maybe will remain nameless. I might bring him up at some point, but uh, that you might happen to have a story that you could share with us, just so we could get to know you, kind of round you out, understand who you are as a person. And I'm told that this story involves Xlax. Is this true? Do you have a story that you can tell us? Oh, wow. Okay, I got to know. Who told you this? Or is this going to be a surprise? You're going to tell me after. No, I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. Who, I, who I work, ratted me out? I work with Nick Christensen. Oh, shut yeah. up. No. <laughs> He's like one of my really good buddies. Oh, and, uh, is I he mentioned a to him that, um, I don't know if he is. This might be enough to bring him in. If okay. I tell him that you're on it. Right. That might be good enough. So the X Slack story is now on the internet for everyone to hear. Maybe you'll start listening. <laughs> I oh. can't wait. All right. Well, first of all, you said this would round me out. I think that's a very adequate thing since uh, I'm a fluffy guy. That is definitely my shape. Is <laughs> fluffy. fluffy round is your shape. Yes. <laughs> all right. The X Slack story. So this is back in high school. Um, I was known for doing anything if people called me chicken. So um, you're, the, you're the Marty McFly of Pleasant Grove, Utah. I really was. I was the Marty <laughs> McFly. What are you, yellow? Except for the really cool vest. Um, no, but uh, so we were at Taylor Jensen's house, and he found an entire case of X-Lax, like 24 K- bottles. Like, I don't know who needs 24 bottles of X-Lax in their food storage, but apparently the Jensen family does. Grandpa Jensen. Yeah, so he brings this over to our house in the basement, and he's like, hey, guys, I have a great idea. We should all drink our own bottle of X-Lax to see what happens. And we're oh, like, and we're like I'm like, episode. right, I'm guy. like, this is stupid. This is the worst <laughs> idea ever, right? And so I'm I'm obviously the voice of reason because I was known to be the dad of the group, you know, that planned everything and was the responsible one. And I said, no, we're not doing this. And they're like, you're chicken. You know, you're not mad enough to drink a bottle of X-Lax. And that's all you had to say, you know, you know. And so uh, we oh, all boy. drank a bottle of X-Lax. Really? All of you did? All of us. There was like Ugh. eight of us there that night. Why? Yeah. All of us. Why? Why <laughs> in the world? I mean, talk about... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, we all know one of the greatest comedies ever is Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah. Right, so right. I think Agreed. it was just kind of like Dumb and Dumber. It was hilarious. Who knows? We might be able to see who could last the longest. You know, we're stupid. We're stupid teenage boys, right? Oh. So we go out cruising i'm sure you all know that term back in uh good old utah county (laughs) cruising state yes cruising state we all do our normal thing and we're thinking it's gonna start having effects pretty early and it doesn't so we all go back to my house because that was kind of like you know uh home base home base it was home base for everybody yeah it was was home base for you guys too yeah exactly and uh so they all crash i go to bed and all of a sudden, I wake up in the middle of the night. I don't even remember what time it was. Like, it was at least 2 <laughs> to 4 in the morning, right? And I got to go. And I got to go bad. Like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh, man. So, you remember, we have a bathroom in the basement. I run to that bathroom. And there is, I believe, Brandon Denbor 
with his feet <laughs> up in the air, just like on Dumb and Dumber, moaning. <laughs> Come on, we need a sound effects. Sound effects right oh, here. God. He was going, oh, oh, like a... oh, And so I'm like, oh, crap. So, oh, crap, literally, pun, right? Oh, here. So, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so I run upstairs um, to go in my sister's bathroom and there is Adam Stoker himself oh, <laughs> laying a deuce upstairs, right? And uh, so I I didn't know where to go. I wasn't gonna bust out of my my parents' bathroom in their in their room, right? So I considered the sink, but I didn't no. go for the sink. I didn't oh, go for okay. the sink. So if oh. you remember at my house in my backyard, we had a garden. Oh my goodness. Right? And we had yes. a big like curb, right? <laughs> to yep, separate yep. the garden from the lawn. And so I was like, you know what? Fertilizer goes in the oh, garden. I'm man. gonna go out there. So I no. run outside. It was snowy. I went out there in just my shorts and a t shirt. I dropped my drawers, sat down on that curb, and started letting it go. Oh my gosh! And it was it was horrible. But then all of a sudden, I hear it's a little cold out here, huh, bro? And I turn to my right, no. and there's Seth Stoker out there with me, taking <laughs> a poop in the garden. Uh, oh it was great man! Yep. Yeah, so wow, we got wow. killed that night. We were not regular for like a week. Oh, Ugh. that's awesome. So, that is incredible. That's the that is incredible. <laughs> so, since Nick Christensen was the one to throw you under the bus, is there anything you'd like to throw him under the bus with? <laughs> yeah, I have a good story of Let's Nick Christensen. Even this up. And I think that we'll try to get Nick on the show one of these days. So. I love revenge stories. This is Yeah, great. this will be Revenge good. stories. <laughs> Especially I would for love Nick. He's like one of the most amazing the people. This will yeah. get him to listen. I won't tell him what it is, but I'll tell him there's something. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. All right, so there was Nick was really into rap in high school, right? He, he would was be. really into the mixing of the music. He had he was the first one to geek out to have programs to mix songs together, right? He's he's still all about the mashups. Oh yeah, he yeah. He, well, I he always has been, so I assume he would. So yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, so he was really good at that. And dude, we would ride around in his car and it'd be all rap, all hard, right? <laughs> And we would go over to Christensen's house after school sometimes a lot. And so I told him I was going to come over and he just got done with wrestling. I believe it was senior year when I couldn't cause I had my shoulder surgeries. And, uh, I just walk in like normal cause Bob, he wasn't there. And I hear in his house, the phantom of the opera playing as loud as possible. Oh, go, right? And I go down man. to the basement where he's at and he's totally in the shower, singing away at the phantom of the opera to the top of his lungs. And believe nice. me, if it was back then when we had smartphones and I could record that stuff, Oh, uh, that would have been on Facebook in a second, but beautiful. It was great. But you know, what's funny is because of that, I outed myself out that I was a Phantom of the Opera fan as well. So then we used to rock the Phantom of the Opera in the car when no one else was there, just Nick and I. It was really fun. Love it. Love it. Great. Awesome. (laughs) Okay, so here's my little add-in to the story. I took Nick's sister on a date to see the Phantom of the Opera and fell asleep and snored. Really? (laughs) Yeah. 
Wow. Now, I remember, Ooh. Mike, when The Phantom of the Opera came out, you and Peyton really liked The Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, we, we rocked that soundtrack pretty hard. It, you know, the ladies loved being serenaded oh, yeah. by The Phantom of the Opera. It, they loved that. If, in fact, <laughs> if I remember right, when I went to go see it, it was your, like, sixth time seeing it <laughs> in the movie theater. <laughs> Probably. I took so many girls to see that movie. Like, it was, it was, a, it was the in. Like, oh, it was just... Course. The easy, easy date that was guaranteed to pay off. Absolutely. It was wonderful. At the end of the day, you were like, let's (laughs) the music of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. That's that's awesome. Well, so I have, so Dustin, we do this thing on this show where it's, we talk about a beverage. I don't know if you have a beverage tonight. But, I have a uh, beverage right here, actually. Really? So awesome. Well, so we talk about you know drinks that we may have experienced lately, or oftentimes I bring a drink onto the show and partake of it. And uh, the one, so I typically do soda pops, but tonight I, I figured it's a really special occasion, so I got myself a bottle of the Welch's Sparkling Red Grape Juice. Ooh. Now, I got this because me and my wife so usually use it to celebrate things and we just finished our taxes today so and uh we don't owe a ton so it's great congratulations <laughs> so i'm celebrating and uh and so that's this it's kind of a cop-out too because i didn't have time to go to the store and get <laughs> an actual soda so <laughs> i'm gonna be drinking this tonight i will what, say what are you guys doing just as a notice to the Smelly Brothers, I have not forgotten that I owe Dr. Betters to certain people, including oh, Dustin. Yeah. Dustin was one of the first <gasps> yes, people I, I owe him one. And Dustin, I have a surprise for you. Oh, you do? I'm flying into Phoenix tomorrow. It's 6 in the morning. Shut up. Are you serious? I'll be there Thursday and Friday and then Monday. So I'm going to try to swing by and bring you, drop you one off. That would be awesome. Maybe while you're here, if you have time, we can go see Captain America again Ooh, together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So good. Yes. So what are you guys drinking tonight? Phil? I, myself, am rocking a Dr. Pepper, which is my normal beverage. It's nothing fancy, except that I'm rocking the man can. Oh. Large size. 99 cent, 16 fluid ounces, 200 calories of pure, addictive, amazing. Sounds I'm delicious. Sure this is what they drink. That's very good. Valhalla. <laughs> I am a diet Dr. Pepper guy, so okay. I can totally get on board with the Dr. Pepper fill. I hear you. Well, nice. I, you can't see it because it's in a cup because I drink everything with ice. That's my biggest pet peeve is I feel like a good beverage has to have ice. So inside of here is a little soda that I got addicted to on my mission, uh, and that is Guadana. Have you ever had Guadana? Uh, I'm sure you yeah. have, Mike. I love the Guadana. That's a that's a classic of the South American people. Absolutely. I love Guadana, and I still haven't been able to get over it. And when I've been hearing the show and you told me, hey, you better have a beverage for the show, I couldn't think of any <laughs> other beverage to have. So. Nice. That's great. Cheers. Guadana is a classic. The other one that I like is there's like a, it's like a Senora, a Senoria. It's like Sangria? A, a sangria. No. Yeah, I think it is yes, sangria. Sangria is a, but a it's like a wine. Yeah, I don't know. That's another South American one that I like. The sangria, I'm pretty then sure. Then the horchata. 
The horchata. Oh, love me to some sweet horchata. That is my wife's beverage. She loves the horchata. Yeah. So good. Very Put good. me some Very ice good. water. Well, I think now might be a good time for us to mention our terrific sponsor, tankless.com. Phil, tell us a little bit about them. Yeah, the people at Summer Green Manufacturing, they're awesome. They are purveyors and engineers of tankless water heaters, point of use systems, which means you plug it in, mount it. It's the size of basically an Xbox. You can mount it underneath your bathroom sink if you needed to. But uh, it doesn't heat up water except for the instantaneous moment when you turn it on. And they're incredible. Incredible machines. They're super cheap. Comparable. All yeah. right. Oh, don't forget. Use discount code SmellyBellies for 5% off. Which is quite a bit, actually. Yeah. That's a good savings. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty great. So, we're going to get right into movie reviews here. Let's do this. I'm <laughs> so, so excited. We've got, we've got two, two movies that we are reviewing today. We're going to start out with the old movie first, and then get to the new movie. And hopefully we don't spend too much time on the old movie. That was the intention. The old movie is Captain America, The First Avenger. And I have a couple clips to interject throughout. Nice. So, Kay. yeah. So, I, so we're, and also for the new movie, we're going to be talking about the new Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Also, so, just so you know, I did send out a tweet asking anyone if they have questions, and old Carlton sent in a tweet, or he messaged us on Facebook, and he has a question, and we'll get to that when we get to that, but I've got it written down. Oh, nice. awesome. Wow, wow that's so legit. Podcast. Wow. And Jay Foster Irwin has a question for movie trailers, too. So. Audience oh. interaction and everything. This is great. What? Wow. Okay. So I, so after, after watching The Winter Soldier, I decided, you know, before we record, I need to go and re-watch Captain America, The First Avenger. So last night I sat down, re-watched Captain America, and, you know, I just... I don't feel like it holds up, guys. Nope. I agree. Um, Especially now, to the new movie. It makes it yes. look like... Here's a, why. There's a simple reason why. It's a it's a comic book movie in a world of realistic comic book movies now. Yeah. So it is like the old style of, you know, Marvel story, which I understand because... It's campy. It's a thick... It, it's very campy. It's a fictitious World War II setting, which right, is understandable right. why they did it. Right. So it's it's good and it's enjoyable and I'm glad that it's there for what it's there for, but it's hard for me to care as much because it is campy and it's a fictitious world war. Right. right. And I would say that like it definitely is what I do like about it is that it gives us his origin story and yeah. you know fully fully explains that. What I don't like is all the stupid like complaining and like the why do I have to like go and be on stage in front of all these people and try to sell bonds like i just want to fight why won't they let me fight like i thought that part was just stupid and it's so drawn out and long i don't know maybe i'm overly critical now because of the new one but i just felt like it really is not as good as as the old one was no and you're absolutely right sorry as the new one was right no and there are some good things about the first one that i really like a, it showed us that Chris Evans could be Captain America, and he definitely. was a good Captain America once yeah, he got into it, right? Definitely. Hold on, I got a clip. Here we go. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. So good. Perfect, perfect. No, and 
he was really good. I mean, the movie was really good about building his character really well. Like, I loved that he was this person that was very altruistic and selfless, and he just wanted to go help people. And that's who Captain America is, and that's who he was. And the one, and, all, and it makes him very unique out of all the characters in the universe. It He's does. The most selfless one. Yeah, well, because if you think about it, the other film that I loved was Iron Man. But Tony Stark is a prick. I mean, no, I yeah. can't say that on this, can I? You can, you can. You uh, he's a jerk. We don't do any editing. Right. We love him, but he's super flawed as a yep. character. But Captain America is not supposed to be the super flawed hero. He's supposed to be the nearly the flawless leader. hero. And that's what yeah. the first one did really, really well. Um, and I loved the suit in the first one. So there were some redeeming qualities of the first one, but not nearly the level of excellence as this next one, which we'll get into, I'm sure. Right, right. So uh, I have one more clip, and then we'll get into our, our uh, ratings. Yeah. This is just a short one. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Hail Hydra! Hail Hydra! The devil, the devil Nazi salute. <laughs> which is so... Now, are we doing spoilers on this review? Yeah, spoiler I think this is such a big movie. I think we're very, very safe in saying spoiler alert to all you listeners. If you haven't seen Captain America, put this Beautiful. on pause. Stop, like, pull over to the side of the car <clears throat> and just watch it and then <laughs> come back. Right. Since you'll have access to it on your phone, just right there on the side of the highway. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, you should totally do that. Yeah, so, so what you're saying, Mike, is if you listen to the rest of the show, it's going to ruin the movie for you. Is that right? Yes, it will. Okay. All right. So it's out I, there. I think it should. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it should. So what I was going to say is the Hell Hydra sound clip that you have is so good for the next movie. Very. So there you it go. is. But let's give ratings real fast on the old one. Oh, yeah, let's do ratings. Oh, I wanted to say one more thing about the last one. I'm sorry to butt in. The one thing the first Captain America movie did really well was show that they could do a composition of someone's face on another person's body. Which Wasn't that incredible? It was fantastic. Uh, It really was. I've heard of them doing CG characters, but it looked flawless. Chris Evans looked like he really was a skinny little dude in that movie. It was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. I have to totally agree. So, All right, um, sorry, move on. Well, so I have a little, a little, another clip to get us started on the new. Oh, ding ding! I'm gonna talk to you about that. On the new season. one, ready? So here we go. Oh, stop messaging me, Phil. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's me want. too. <laughs> Price of freedom's high. And it's a price I'm willing to pay. Looks like you're giving the orders now, Captain. Damn right. Awesome. Um, so. Good. Star rating. I just realized we didn't give the ratings for the old one. <laughs> star rating. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Let's do the ratings. I'm giving for it three stars. Okay. Three stars for the first one. I give the first one three stars as well. Hey, it's uh, all across the board. Three stars from all of us for the first okay. one. All right. Well, all right. Now let's hop into the other one. And there's a good segue. So, Hydra. Hydra's yep. back. Second. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Hydra's back. And. 
you know, I think to kind of give it a little bit of things, one of the things that I've been hearing from people is that this is the the new pinnacle of superhero films. People are saying it's better than the Avengers, actually. Yeah. I, I don't think I agree. I know. But it's, but it's good, and here's why. I'm it's hearing a political, that same thing. It's a political thriller where the main character happens to be a superhero. Correct. And it plays well. And yes. here's why. Robert freaking Redford. Oh, amen. Oh, he was he was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Probably yeah. my favorite part of the whole movie. Robert Redford brought so much to that movie in terms of just respect, in terms of his ability to act as that person, and he sold it. Yeah, he did. For and a while, was I wasn't sure about if he was going to be a twist. Well, and it was crazy about his character is there. I flipped whether he was a bad guy or a good guy three times in the movie. Yeah, me too. At the beginning, I was like, he's bad. And then Captain America goes in and talks to him and he's like, and he's walking out and he's like, I want you to know that that guy killed my friend and I'm going to do whatever it takes, no matter who gets in the way to find him. I'm like, he's good. And then he's bad. (laughs) I thought there were Lawrence fish burning us from, uh, from mission impossible three. Right, yeah. Where you yeah. Think he's the bad guy. Right. Turns out he's the bad guy. Yeah, when he <laughs> turns around and Lucille or whatever walks back in the house, he's like, I really wish you would have knocked. Bam, bam. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, he was fantastic. He, he really was, was great. So the whole time I couldn't stop thinking about an experience I have had with robert redford i think we've talked i think we've talked about this on the podcast have we i think we need a refresher well okay well then really quickly i'll just say one time i guarded robert redford while he took a poop really yep he he took a poop and he said don't let anyone in this bathroom and i had to stand there at the door and i guarded him wow nobody nobody went in there and he took his poop in peace you guarded robert redthrone while on the throne michael michael hall the protector of the throne yes, yes i like it yes a new mini series let's Slayer. film the pilot <laughs> yeah so uh, that's all i could think about the whole time that and how great he was he so, was good he was good but you so. know what they were all good in this movie and i think that was my main takeaway from this movie is they did so well with all of the characters yeah. I mean, down to uh, Skojar. Yeah, sorry, I call her um, Skojar. Oh, Skojar. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson as the Black Widow. I mean, you got Anthony Mackie now as the Falcon. I, I mean, yeah. he could have been a throwaway character in this movie, but he had depth in this movie. Yeah, and ScarJo and Chris Evans had such good chemistry in this That's movie. That's true. And they had a lot of depth. And everyone had to go through their own arc even nick fury nick fury in every marvel movie has kind of been just this shadow character on the screen that's cool to see but he's never has any depth to him whatsoever and in this movie nick fury they still didn't give him a ton of depth but we saw behind the eye patch yeah you saw behind the eye patch and he had to let go of Hmm. shield that's, that's huge true. that's his that's baby. big deal for him yeah so and, and can we just talk the about scene. the car chase scene at the beginning? yes yes exactly holy crap yeah was that was not incredible. an amazing action scene it really was like from start to finish i was just like how is he gonna get out of this yeah. and i and i feel like the end kind of was like oh 
Like, I really wanted him to, like, be in there and, like, shoot the guy or something. Yeah. But he, that fact that he just, like, disappeared down a hole, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Just down a hole. I was I'm hoping okay for some it. type of ejection into the sky or something, something like that. Something cooler. Yeah. But anyway, but getting up to that point was incredible. Like when he threw that mine underneath the truck, yeah. explodes and blows it up over. That was incredible. Or the big smashing gaveling thing into the window. And oh yeah, yeah. he was like, so, wait, so, not yet, not yet. And then he waits for the window to crack and then he shoots all the guy. Oh, that was great. So cool. So I just have to say that scene where he shoots the mine and then steps out of the way, the Winter Soldier does. Yeah. Totally reminds it. It's totally reminiscent of the Joker. Oh, oh yeah, and Batman. Yeah, huh. it was very Joker esque, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was like like come on, hit me. Because one's one's DC and one's Marvel, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was incredible. Oh, and then we didn't even say about what is his name, Sebastian Stan, as the Winter Soldier. His he Bucky. was incredibly look. I mean, he looked awesome. Just yeah, walking with a mask on, you couldn't even see who he was. I thought he looked amazing. And I would also, I would say for me, uh, for me, the thing that I loved about this movie, um, it's the same thing that I loved in the last Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, mm-hmm. is he got hurt. He, yeah. He was like actually cut. I mean, he was getting the crap kicked out of him. And it's interesting to me when you see someone who's godlike get damaged, it makes it more real because right. the problem with superhero movies is they, they can't die. They're not going to die. They don't There's die. no real threat. Yeah. That's why when Superman died in, like, the 90s, that was just, like, earth-shattering for people because, oh, crap, he's dead. Right. But, yeah, the same thing. It, it, was, it was really good to see that. Yeah, I mean, it was good to see that Captain America can get shot with a bullet, and it will go yeah. into his body. It doesn't ricochet off. So, right. Yeah. So, um, okay, well, we got a couple things. We have a question here from at Carlton on Twitter. He wants to know what we thought about the mid-trailer Easter egg. The mid-trailer Easter egg? Yeah, because there was one in the middle and there was one at the end. Oh. So the so one the in the middle movie. has Quicksilver and... Uh, uh, what's the chick? Oh, are you talking about the mid-credits? Yeah, mid-credits. Oh, mid-credits. You said trailer. I was, like, really confused. My bad. That's no, no, that's no, no, no. Hudson screwing that up. No, so you're talking about the extra special cool fun scenes that we get mid-credits yeah, and yeah. the one at the very end credit, right? I didn't yeah. I didn't stay for the one at the end. <gasps> you didn't stay for the uh, one at the end? No. Okay, okay well, let's talk about the one Do you want to hear a funny story about the one at the end? I'll tell you when we get to that one. Okay, okay. Um, so, obviously, it's... Uh, Quicksilver. Like it, it's Quicksilver, and what's the girl's name? Scarlet Witch. Yeah, okay. So, I don't know. I mean, I know Quicksilver a little bit, but I don't know Scarlet Witch at all. Um, they're Magneto's uh, kids. No way, really? Yeah, did you know that? Oh, they're going to be all sorts of messed that. up. They're the only X-Men-esque characters that Marvel still has the rights to to be able to put in their movies. Wow. wow. So yeah, that's another thing that I was going through and reading about recently was like that that split and who has some who like who Fox has and who Sony has and right. then who Marvel actually has and it's interesting and I wonder I think Marvel gets Spider-Man back after this next movie, don't they? Nope. I don't I don't think so. I think it's indefinite. It's indefinite as long as they make a Spider-Man movie every 5 or 8 years. I can't remember which one. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yep. 
But the wow. but the interesting thing is, is we're gonna see Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in the Avengers two, so that was the little uh, teaser that hey they're gonna be in the Avengers two, and from the teaser it looks like they're gonna start off as bad, not hmm. good guys, which is interesting. Um, but what's also interesting is in the next X Men movie, not the one that's oh. gonna come out soon. Can't wait for the next. I know, one. doesn't that look past. great? Days of Future Past. Yeah, so oh. good. But the next X Men movie, Fassbender. I think, is called X Men Apocalypse, and they're going to be in that movie as well. Hmm. Wow! So they're going to be in two different movies from two different studios in two different like universes, which is. You think they keep the same actors? No, not the same actors. They already have yeah. casted different people. Wow, that's crazy. Interesting okay. fun fact. Sorry. Things I did not know. Yeah. Thank that's you. awesome. Okay, those are the fun facts we need. <laughs> okay, let's, let's talk about the tra- the end teaser, end of credits teaser. Tell me what all we, about it. What were you going to say about that one? Well, Phil, I'll tell you this. After thinking about it, I think it's a pretty cool end teaser, but I had to pee so bad. And I said to myself, I am not leaving this movie theater until the end of the movie. I'm not going to miss one second of any frame of this movie. Um, so I'm sitting there. I'm the only person left in the movie theater because everyone thought, oh, there's nothing else. They saw like the teaser mid credits and they all left. And I just sat there pacing up and down the movie theater aisles, trying not to pee my pants until I see this end credit teaser, which is just the Winter Soldier at the museum looking at his own exhibit of Bucky Barnes, right? right. And so for me because i had a pee it was fell very lackluster i was like that's all i stayed for and i ran out of the movie theater <laughs> okay so funny story on the same subject in iron man 3 at the end trailer when it's like he, it's literally the whole movie was him talking to bruce banner right and it's like a psychologist explaining this whole thing that had happened right like that was the whole movie was him talking to bruce banner right and i like some people were like is there anything at the end? And I was like, yeah, stay, stay. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. This is like the second time I saw it. And then uh, it gets in and it said that. And the guy next to me goes, that sucks. Because they don't appreciate the depth that I got out of that. That's classic. Okay, so what would you guys give uh, The Winter Soldier? This, this is tough. I, uh, I've been waffling back and forth. Well, can I talk about the way i rate movies to see if you guys are kind of on the same track yeah let's hear it yeah that'd be great i, I haven't heard you actually talk about it in your podcast but well, this is the way we're, i we're look unprofessional at it. no no it's okay it's okay because <laughs> we well, don't know what the hell we're doing here no you're fine no well my, because my check oh i haven't been recording <laughs> just kidding oh i'm just like no <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we're doing out of five stars right so it's not a 10 it's out of five stars So this is the way I look at it. Anything zero to two is a film that I think is crap and I just do not care about whatsoever, all right? But anything three to four, or or anything in three, is a film I actually liked. It was enjoyable. I enjoyed my time watching the film, but there's lots of plot holes or there's lots of problems. There's lots of things I would change. It could be acting, cinematography. It could be lots of stuff, right? Right, yes. But I still kind of liked it. You know, these are kind of like your guilty pleasure films. Does that make sense? Right, yeah. right. You might you might rewatch them, but you're not like gunning to rewatch. No, them. I probably right. won't buy it. 
I'll wait for it's on instant stream on Netflix, and if I see it one day and I have nothing else to do, yeah, Yeah. I'd watch it again, right? Yeah. Of a movie that gets a four, this is a movie I really like. Like, I like it a lot. In fact, I would say a four-star rating film is nearly perfect. But it's missing one little thing, and that is what I like to call the X factor. And that is something extraordinary. So it either makes me cry, it moves me, or I feel like it's just magical. Like there's something that happened in that movie that makes it magical. So some movies that I would say are five-star movies for me, and of course all film is subjective, so this is just my opinion, is Schindler's List. Yes. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Braveheart. Okay. Yes. Now those are some ones that a lot of people would say, heck yeah, I agree with you 100%. But there also are a few other films that a lot of people wouldn't agree with me, but I felt like were special. And that would be Rudy. Rudy to me was a very special film. Okay. And I know a lot of people are like, okay, that's a three star. I mean, I like Rudy and all, but. Right. Right. Or a more recent one. Warrior. Have you seen Warrior? Yeah, Warrior was great. Warrior no, I haven't seen it. was great. And it was probably the most underappreciated, underhyped film of 2013. And I loved it. It was all... It, everyone thought it was an MMA fighting film. It wasn't. It was a, f- a movie about family and brothers. And two brothers, But yeah. is that the one with... Uh... Tom Hardy. No, Tom with Hardy. Paul Blart, the mall cop guy? No, no, no. that was, uh, oh, what was that? Oh, that was Welcome to the Don't, or. Oh, uh, no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. But no, that no. was MMA. So for me, it has to be something special, like something, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> so that's a five out of five for you, Dustin? For me, Warrior was a five out of five, okay? okay. Wow, I'll have to watch it. I, I think uh, I think we're on a similar rating level. I think I'm a little bit more forgiving in the two area. Yeah. Um, three for me is like, Okay, I enjoyed the movie. Anything yeah. less than that means that I started not enjoying it for certain reasons. But like I said, I'm pretty easy to please. There are only a handful of movies that I hate. The Pacifier. Right. Oh. Number one. Right. Worst movie of all time. Except except I will say one of my favorite things from that is we watched at the Dollar Theater and Mike had just gotten back from Peru and this commercial comes on, this trailer comes on before Dude, your memory. This kids playing wow. soccer. And Mike goes, oh, yeah, yeah. And he gets way into it. And it's like an Axe body spray commercial. It's like a bunch of dudes with their shirts off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, dollars no. Come on. And Mike's just like people. embarrassing himself. That's awesome. <laughs> the only thing good I got out of that 75-cent movie night. But Phil, you and I really like movies. I would say we're a lover of film. Mike, I know I haven't been to as many movies with you just because Phil and I lived near each other for a while. We went to a lot of movies. Right. But So I would say Phil and I are a little forgiving. Tamara, sometimes she's like, you really liked that movie? And I'm like, heck (laughs) yeah. I see value in this movie. (laughs) So um, out of the two of you, I would say that my scale definitely is closer to yours, Dustin. I feel like it's very rare that I give out a five. And when it is a five, it's not necessarily always because it's the best film ever, but yes, it has had, it has something that makes it extraordinary or special to me or something that makes it stand out as a film overall. And, um, I don't give out a lot of fives. Um, so 
Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. So but now I, that that's out of the way. Don't get me wrong. I love film too, though. <laughs> I know you love film. You guys want to talk like about movies thing as in the much. World. I like movies. Can I be a fluffy brother too? <laughs> I want to be give fluffy hugs. Yeah. So, so Phil, what star rating would you give The Winter Soldier? I'm going to give this a 4.5. Not a 5 because I feel like The Avengers was a 5. And I feel like I do disagree with the people who are saying that. I don't think this had the depth and it wasn't as hard because the Avengers is so many characters and Joss Whedon did a great job of giving everyone screen time and a story. Yes. And so this is a 4.5 for me only because I feel like it's not, it's not a five. It's just not, while it was emotionally, I connected with it and there were times where I felt like I was going to tear up or whatever. It just, yeah, I know I'm a sissy, but (laughs) With all the estrogen I keep drinking with my soy milk. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I don't drink soy milk. Um, but no, it, it, it was great. It's definitely one of the best comic book films I think I've seen, uh, but it wasn't perfect. So I, I agree with you. I'm going to give it a four out of five. I, I really liked it. Um, the reason I wouldn't go four and a half is that there were uh, there were some times where i really had to give a little bit too much i felt into the technology or different things like when she pulls the mask off at the end uh, like that was like total like uh i was so into that i, I was like oh, i yeah, guess i guess i can let butts. that go because it's awesome but it's so unrealistic to me and i was thinking like mission impossible when did mission yeah. impossible yeah. enter this movie right yeah and uh and so there were a few technology things like that which i i feel like i can give a lot you know like right. these big helicarriers right and i mean it's so cool and i can just buy into that but some stuff I, it pushes me a little too far and um i didn't feel i mean i i loved the movie but i didn't feel like wowed like i, I guess i did feel wowed but i didn't feel like it was anything extra special. I feel like Marvel has a, they clearly have a recipe and they know what's going to, to work and what's not going to work. And we're going to see these movies continue to use this recipe and people are just going to eat it up for years. Right. I mean, they have movies planned till 2028 is what they said. Their lineup goes out. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That sounded really good. Well, no. And it's kind of hard because these are Marvel films. They do so well. It's kind of like saying, well, this Chris Nolan film, based on the rating scale of the other Chris Nolan film, wasn't as good. But in actuality, it is an incredible movie. Right, but yeah. you're giving the rating scale based on the last, you know, film. So it's kind yeah. of hard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Dustin, uh, where where are you? Okay, so when I was trying to figure out if it was a four or a five, I had to ask myself: Is it better than The Avengers? And is it better than Dark Knight? Because Dark Knight for me is one of those movies. Two fives. Was in... Both of those are fives. Yeah. Totally. And I'll tell you, Dark Knight, the X factor was Heath Ledger's The Joker. Okay. Um, Definitely. I would actually argue there are better. There's better acting in the Avengers overall for all the other characters, but in the Dark Knight, Heath Ledger was the extraordinary extra special thing that happened in that movie, which gave it a five star, right? Totally. Um, 
And then I asked myself, is it better than the Avengers? I had a ball in the Avengers. I was grinning so from ear to ear in the Avengers the entire time. And yeah. this wasn't that movie. It wasn't a funny movie like Thor it's 2 very, or the Avengers. Yeah, it was a little very more serious. dark. Yeah. yeah. Definitely darker. Definitely Which I think darker. they needed They needed to darken it up based on the first one. You know? Yes. Yes. So even though I would love to give the... Uh, I'd, I'd love to give Captain America Winter Soldier a 5. It's going to get a 4.5 from me because I feel like it wasn't extraordinary, but man, an amazing film. So a few of the things that for me fell short were the exposition, huge monologue of Dr. Zola. Is that mm. his name? That mm-hmm. had his consciousness downloaded to a computer 50 years ago. Again, technology thing. It's like we don't have that technology yeah. now. But all of a right. sudden, we were able to download someone's brain into a supercomputer 50 years ago. That yeah. I, And then he just basically tells Captain America and Black Widow the entire premise of the movie in exposition. And I'm just yep. like, really? But then I kind of forgave it because at the end, he was like, well, Captain America, what I really was doing was stalling because yeah. the missile's on its way. And I was like, okay, I can forgive the monologue for that line, but... I didn't like that. So there was a few cliche things like at the end, Captain America put the chip in on three, two, one second left. I hate yep. that. Give yep. them five it's seconds done left. And done and 30 done. 30 seconds Let's left. Let's mix it up. Yeah, it's yep. been done so many times. So there's a few cliche things I didn't like. So 4.5 out of 5. So Good. across the board, though, very high ratings. We yeah. can all agree we would all love to see it again. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're running. Uh, we're running pretty late here. We're at forty-six minutes. And we're I think we're going to hit an hour here, Phil. Ooh, yeah, I'm we sorry. got a lot to get through. So no, it's good. So let's um, let's. I think we should move on to the next step, which is TV. Well, well, I have a couple really fast movie news things. Ugh. Sorry, really, really quick. No, it's Number good, one is got this. A question from JF Irwin and one from BF Irwin that we have to talk about. Oh, are they movie related or TV related? Movie. Okay, you this go with. Good. Do you want to go with those first? Yeah, number one, Lucy, the trailer for Lucy. You guys seen it? Scarlett no. Johansson. I like it. I'm excited. It's I am too. It's about a girl who basically this girl is drugged. These people take take her, cut her open, hide drugs inside her, and then she's supposed to smuggle those drugs back to either, I think to America or wherever. But anyway, so someone's like torturing her and kicks her, and the bag starts leaking. And Ew. the drugs get in her system, and it allows her to access more of her brain than the ten percent. She's like a 28%, super awesome, goes in, makes him take it, and she starts being able to, like, read cell signals and, like, Whoa, feel like radio waves, yeah. stop time, move backwards. Like, so it looks really cool. It's, like, Limitless with a chick. Oh, there it's you go. Limitless, but, like, a billion times better. Yeah, except yeah. I love Limitless. Okay, yeah. well, we'll have to post the trailer in the show notes. It looks so, cool. That was a question from at JF Irwin on the Twitter. We love Foster. You guys should check him out. He's pretty awesome. He's got some mad uke skills, too. Yeah. All right, and then from his old man at BF Irwin 66, he wants to know. Let me get to his specific question here. He wants to know Do smelly casters recommend watching the movie Noah or reading the book? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually not seen Noah yet. I uh, have. I haven't seen Go to yet. your I toilet have... and flush it five times. You'll have more fun. <laughs> I'm watching. I, I, I'm writing a research paper on it in my English class, actually. So I'm watching really? it this weekend. And um, oh, you yeah, haven't seen I've it? I've heard. I've heard nothing but bad. 
bad, yeah. bad, bad. And people hate I, on it. I haven't seen it either. And I, I honestly, after what I, everything that I've heard, I don't have any intention of seeing it. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so from the guy, I, the only guy that's actually seen it. But I love <laughs> Russell Crowe. And I love... I love uh, Anthony Hopkins. And yeah. I love Emma Watson. Oh, Emma. Emma Watson's on my top three. No, I'm just... <laughs> Hermione Granger, I want to take her out on a date and when Gotti and Leviosa. Show her a good time. <laughs> no, but uh, there are some redeeming qualities of the film. Russell Crowe was incredible in the movie, but acting does not make a movie when you have a terrible story to tell. And they screwed up so much in that movie that it's really, it's a red box. If you're really curious, red box it for $1.50. So here's my question to you about them screwing up the movie. Would you say that they screwed up the movie because you expected it to be related to the biblical story? No. Or would you say it was screwed up regardless of that? Screwed up regardless. I actually knew it was going to be different. And I expected Darren Aronofsky. I expected to watch a Darren Aronofsky movie. And I expected it them not to really care about the biblical sense of things. I still expect them to tell a good mo- a story. And that was the problem, is there were so many, uh, I don't know. It just, it was boring. It was boring. Good to know. And it was just like, it made Noah out to be a villain throughout most of the movie. Yeah. And I hated that, but days after that, I realized, you know what? But it makes you realize that prophets aren't perfect, and they have to go through their own arc as well. And it makes you realize that, um, you know, because Emma Watson at the end of the movie basically clears up why he went kind of crazy and was uh, the villain. But it just still wasn't good enough. Like, that one line doesn't forgive the rest of the Which movie. is crazy because it got $150 million to make the movie. Crazy. Yeah. So, so anyways, for that, but not okay. for us. All right. Okay, so that's it for movies. Let's hear yours. My, oh, okay. Okay. So real here. Star Wars has started filming officially. Yes. They have a budget of two hundred million, which is yeah. quite a bit. But as this one article I read, it's probably the safest investment ever. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be very interesting. But it's exciting that they've started. Um, it makes second, it feel real when they actually yeah. start filming. Like it's really going to happen. It's really going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be and it's going to be Star Wars, no matter what. Like whether it sucks or whether it's great. It's Star like Wars. some Star Wars is better than no Star Wars. I agree. So, I agree. And then the next thing is that they have announced a new Battlestar Galactica movie, which yeah, I would be that. interested. Yes. So it's going plan. to be written by Jack Paglin, which I don't I don't know what he's done, but he wrote Transcendence. So we're going to get a feel of his writing in this new Johnny Depp movie, and he also will be writing the Prometheus sequel. Oh no. Nice. Oh, okay. So going to be very interesting to see kind of what transcendence is like and how that might translate over to a new new Battlestar Galactica movie. That's all I have for movies. TV, well, real Goonie, quick. Wait, Dustin, you had some you sent over. Oh. Goonies 2? Goonies 2 was announced. No. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about, I feel about this. I'm I so love excited. the Goonies. Someone posted a picture of everyone and it shows like all of them and who they were and Chunk's like super skinny and good looking and Sean Hinton's like really fat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I heard it's gonna be kind of like a passing of the torch type of a thing where they're all like all their kids are gonna uh, go out on an adventure 
I don't know. Because Goonies is so 80s. And it's I can't, the fact that I it can't was the it. 80s that made it so good. It's not something you could pull off in the 90s. That was like, right. was it, Captain Nuke and the Bomber Brigade or whatever? Like, that yeah. was our Goonies and it sucked compared right. to the Goonies. So, right. I, don't, I don't know if they can do I, it. I actually personally would like kid. to see everyone old go get Doing stuck in stuff. some weird situation and them have to go do it, you know? <laughs> It'd be more, it would be more interesting, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. I think Let's move on to some television. I got this little clip. Oh, yeah. I just finished this. So, Dustin, do you watch the Game of Thrones? I knew exactly what uh, show you were going to talk about when I heard that. But I'll tell you what, I'm not a Game of Thrones watcher. And I'll tell you why. I got really excited because all my friends told me, you would love this. You love The Hobbit. You love that kind of stuff. You got to watch the Game of Thrones. So I rented the DVD. I popped it in. I started watching it. The first 15 minutes were spectacular. I was like, yes, a movie I'm going to love. And then all of a sudden I see some girl doing something to a midget. And I was like, oh, uh, Andy, you can't watch this. Go in the playroom. (laughs) And then I realized, holy crap, this is definitely going to be a show I'm going to have to watch after my kids go to bed. And I just never picked it up. Because okay, that's that. as far as you got. That's as yeah, far as you got. That's as you far as get, I got. You didn't even get to the worst part. Oh, uh, I didn't. No, it gets, it no. gets so much worse. Brother and sister. Ah! <laughs> I love your hand motion. No one can see that, but I can see your hand motion. <laughs> so, so season four just premiered this Sunday. We don't have to give any spoilers for this, for especially for you, Dustin, because uh, it's it's a show that I we it's only culturally waited, we only now. caught up. To with, the, with the show probably in the last gosh we probably did it within the last month and a half that we yeah. cranked out all three seasons wow. and um my wife is hooked way more than i am like she's the one that's like on sunday like hey what time is it on what time yeah. is it on yeah. <laughs> and uh and so she's the one driving it which is which is kind of fun and it makes it a little easier to watch so, yeah. so game of thrones I would say this, Dustin, for me, even though Game of Thrones has content that's a little bit, like, crazy, it is now the most popular show on TV. It is oh, HBO's yeah. number one show. It just got picked up for two more seasons. Yeah. And No, and I still want to watch it, is, it. It holds the record for number one most torrented item. Item, yeah. Well, th- those HBO shows are so hard to get anyway. <laughs> yes. No, I'll tell you this right now. I want to watch Game of Thrones. I'm not done with it. It's just been one of those things where I cut the cord a long time ago, and I don't have cable service. So I do the Hulu. I do the, uh, uh, you know, that really popular uh, video streaming service. Netflix. Uh, It's called like Nerdflix. Nerdflix. And, um, you know, so, and it's just been one of those things where I have been consuming so much content there's so many shows that i watch that i do need to pick up game of thrones but i'm also going through my graduate program in school Mm. and when my kids go to bed i go to bed so it's been hard to find time to watch game of thrones but believe me there's plenty of shows with lots of content that i watch so well the big part of it is if hbo would actually just open up hbo go to the yeah. public, so you don't have to have a cable service they would get so many more subscribers pay for that i would throw money just throw it at them I would pay for just HBO in a heartbeat on the internet. Yep. Which we'll see if that ever happens. Yeah. So uh, another series premiere, though. Real fast, the thing that happened at the end of this episode, oh, just made me giddy. 
made me yep. giddy. And so it's, if you've been following the series, I just I, I laughed excitedly. I, it was like a it was a chortle. I was like <laughs> <laughs> So this episode definitely opens up the season and like it although there wasn't like a lot of action or excitement, <sighs> there is a lot of complexity that's gonna have to be addressed this season. It's gonna be good. It's yeah. fantastic writing, fantastic acting. I highly recommend it. The one thing I can say is the opening title sequence is incredible. Yeah. Whatever it's called. I know there's a name for it, but the way they do that, where it almost makes it look um, miniature. Right. Tilt shift. Tilt shift. Tilt shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. I'm a big fan. So another show that premiered this Sunday on HBO was Silicon Valley. Now, I've watched this, and I think, Dustin, you said you've watched it. Phil, have you? I have not. I have it queued, but I've not so been able to watch it. So uniquely yet. with with HBO, this one was the first episode was released on YouTube, full episode. Hmm. So pretty cool. That's where I it'll watched be, it. It'll be interesting to see how many episodes they do that with before they pull it in, because it's definitely targeting a more technical technical uh, group of people, and it's I would say it's targeted towards cord cutters. You know, yeah. right. So it's, it'll be interesting to see how that show does, because it's a lot of like really nerdy like startup business technology jokes and it's kind of like like i want to say it's like big bang theory meets meets like office space right because it's done by mike judge there's actually is yeah i did not know that i'm very excited now yeah what's that show that has the guy on it that was on a pitch perfect and he was Kind of the workaholics. Dreams. Workaholics. Love I would workaholics. say it's workaholics. Demamp. meets Big Bang Theory. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I felt like I felt like the the pilot was really. There were a lot of really dumb jokes, and I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm sold on the series yet, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely going to give it a couple more episodes. I feel the same way, and I give most shows three episodes before I judge it. And right. uh, there was definitely some really funny things that happened in there. Uh, and, of course, being a techie nerd, it was kind of fun to see that world. But uh, I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, this show's going to be so funny. So we'll see what happens. Right. So let's move Let's move through these quickly. Phil, you just started a new series. And uh, uh, I don't, Dustin, I don't know if you've seen this, this series, but I've seen it and love it. But uh, what is it, Phil? An Idiot Abroad. Yes. I love Carl this show. Pilkington, so Mike, Mike produced me about this by show Ricky Gervais years ago, and I never, I never watched it. Like I just couldn't do it. But they just put it on Netflix, and I burned through two seasons in like three days. It is the most. He's one of the most interesting people I have ever seen on TV ever, and I just love watching him freak out and be a human being. Yeah, it's well, incredible, and it's it, like he's definitely a unique human being too, though. And yeah, Ricky Gervais he very much controls Simpson. the situation that he's put in. Yeah, they describe him as Homer Simpson, a complete idiot that you just hate sometimes, but deep yeah. down he's like a good person. Yeah. So, Dustin, have you seen it? I have not, but I'm just logged into Netflix and I'm adding it to my queue right now. So, definitely check it out. So first season, it. first season is fantastic. Second season is is good, but it's not I'm as good as the first. But, but. So, awesome. Um, I have one more thing just to get us a little bit excited. I know I'm excited for this Sunday when we get. That's right. We're gonna get some Mad Men this Sunday. 
which I've I've really fallen in love with. And you know, this is the the last season. And I are Phil, are are you even watching Mad Men? I'm in season two. Yeah, you're so far behind. I know. What about I'm you, Dustin? Further, I'm still in season one. <laughs> oh goodness! I just started well, watching it like uh, three months ago. I started watching well, it in August 2010, so I've got no excuse. Let's let's just say I'm very excited. Some big things are happening with with John Hamm's character, and it's going to be a good season. It'll be interesting to see how they kind of tie it all up, wrap it up. So, this last section. Sorry, we have to start rushing now. I mean, we're over the hour mark. It's I know. scary. But everyone so, should go watch Arrow, Scandal, Blacklist, The Following, ooh. Sherlock BBC Arrow, series. Yay! Yes, oh, Sherlock. The Walking Good. Dead, of course, is great. Yes. Sons of Anarchy is awesome. And I haven't seen it. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is my new funny show I like. Brooklyn, Anyways, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is funnier than New Girl, and I love New Girl. I love so New Girl, and I agree. So many people talk about Arrow, too. Like, people are always talking about Arrow these days. Arrow was, is incredible. Season great. Yes. I haven't seen season two yet. The following so, season one was one of my favorite favorite shows of last year. Yeah, it was really good. Lots, there's so many. That's the thing. There's so much good television out now. Yeah, yeah. Like, television as as an entertainment medium has completely changed. So yeah. the book, I read a book on this. Um, I'm gonna pull up the title here. I got it on Audible, but it talked a lot about this, and um, it talked about how this all changed. Give me two seconds. I've got it right here. Difficult Men by Brett Martin. Uh, very interesting read, and it talks about kind of the history of TV, and it talks about how this is like the third golden age of television, and hmm. how it actually started with, I believe, Hill Street Blues, I think, in the 80s or early 90s, was the first show to actually have this like HBO model, where it was like a true life, gruff TV series. Sex in the City was next, and then it broke into The Sopranos. And then it talks about like, and it just kind of goes through the history. And at the I'm end, he makes a prediction. Of Sopranos. He makes a prediction that USA will be the next great network because of the programming they have. Really, well, I, I love me some suits and some white collars. So. Both of those yeah. great shows, yes. Anyway, check out that book if you're interested in kind of the history of TV and why TV is so good now compared to the past. And I'm Shoot sure you'll post the link on the website, right? Yes, yeah. shoot me that link and we'll post it. Okay. Um, so I think that wraps up television. Uh, this last section is one of my favorite sections, and mm. it's our favorite things. And we can make this pretty quick, I think. I can go pretty quick, at least. Uh, I don't know if I should go. Should I, I'll go first. How about that? Yeah. I, I'll go. And then I Phil like goes, your favorite things. Then, I have a beard brush Dustin. because of you. Yeah, yeah, man. I love the beard brush. So one of my favorite things right now is Amazon Web Services. So S3, I've been st- I've switched over. We're now using it for all of our hosting for our media files. Uh, we're serving everything up from there. Super cheap, super reliable, and it'll be interesting to watch and see how things scale. And uh, hopefully by the time we release this, I'll have statistics on our downloads and we'll actually have some insight into that because I'm trying to set it all up and anyway, it's way over my head. Um, uh, probably my second favorite thing right now, and this is this has been my favorite, one of my favorite things for a long time. And Phil knows about this; we've talked about it. But it is this little clip called the <laughs> Wilhelm scream. Yes, the Wilhelm so, scream, which was in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Yes, and it's in the first one. Yes, and uh, I love, I love it, and I love, I love watching for it or listening for it. And when it is snuck into a movie, like it's always like I'm like nudging my wife, hey, yeah. hey. 
Hey, I cheated on right there. It's like the know. most nerdy film ah! thing to do. Yeah, so great. And and um, so I did a little research. It was first. It was it, the first time it was used in, was in 1951, and uh, since then it's been in hundreds of movies. It's kind of it's a for people that don't know. It's a sound clip of you know usually they use it for someone falling or getting like shot or when an explosion happens and they get kicked off. The that's kind of one of the stock sound clips that that a lot of audio people sneak into movies and it's kind of pays homage to the use that it has had in the past and it's been in star wars indiana jones i think lord of the rings has it um just so many great great films have the wilhelm scream tip of the hat to the film geeks out there yeah yeah it's great so that's one of my favorite things and has been for a while (laughs) um And then the last thing um, is this new game that I've been playing on my iPad. It's also on the iPhone. Coming soon to Android. It's called Monument Valley. Oh, it is geez. a stunning, stunning game. It's a, it's a game that plays on forced perspective and impossible shapes. And your goal is to take this princess and get her from one location on this map to another one. And uh, it, it's all about navigating her. It's four bucks on the, on the, the store place the app store <laughs> the store store location i can't talk uh, it's absolutely Words beautiful they're working on the android version and i so there's only 12 levels right now i cranked through all of them in like one day like i on like saturday just, just all of them it's awesome. so fun i i'll link i'll put a link in the notes and uh you guys can see how great it is nice so uh phil why don't you go yeah, so my number one right now is the Chips Ahoy Ice Cream Creations Root Beer Float Cookies. What oh, is that? the sound of, mm, oh, the cookie tastes like a freaking root beer float. That's mean. <laughs> no that's way. mean. No, I can't gosh. taste that through the screen. That's mean. It, it tastes like a freaking root beer float, guys. That wow. sounds so weird. <laughs> it throws you for a loop, but it's so good. This is my like, third pack in like a month. Third pack. Eat them like third pack today. One sleeve at a time. <laughs> so <laughs> who do, who eats fig newtons one at a time? You eat fig yeah. newtons by the sleeve. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where that joke goes. From. Yes. So that's my number one. Go okay. check those out. I've only tried one other flavor, and it was like the mint chocolate chip, and it wasn't that good. I'll just say it was a chocolate cookie. But this root beer float it tastes like a freaking root beer float. That's awesome. Mouth. That's awesome. Number two. Um, in my digital arts class, we just started learning Illustrator, Adobe Illustrator, and I just yeah. made logos. I've been doing logo design. And nice. I found a cool website that really helped me out because I love flat design. I'm like, you're, you are the UI guy. You understand this. And I'm Who doesn't love flat design? It's all the rage right now. so sexy, even though it's going to disappear in a year. Yeah, I'm I so love good. it. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Uh, it's beautiful. It's simple. It's clean, but it's everywhere. I mean, yeah. come on, let's get some variety. For the, for the simple-minded, dude, the new one I'm seeing everywhere are gifts, high-quality <laughs> gifts. Go to PayPal.com. Seeing that all over the place. It looks yeah. really cool. It adds yeah. flair and it doesn't slow your site down, so you don't have any SEO issues. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But FlatUIColors.com. Yeah, I saw you tweet this. Just a simple website where you can just click on a couple colors and start playing with the uh, the different ranges and make some awesome colors out of it. So I really like that website. It saved me on my homework assignment. Nice. I like. I love hearing people learning Illustrator. It's the yeah, it's, it's just the best. I've just started learning Illustrator. 
it's my I favorite feel so of, the Adobe, of the creative cloud. I seriously feel limited in Photoshop now. Like, oh, Photoshop blows, man. Yeah. Go hey, with the ve- hey. go with the vectors. Hey. Oh no, for for editing images, Dustin, Photoshop is the place. Yes. Yeah. But trying to create. But like, I mean, wouldn't you rather just use images. Aperture? No, Aperture. No, I'm sorry. I've used both. No. It's all about so, Lightroom now, guys. Lightroom. Oh, okay. okay. Is it really, or is that? Oh joke? yeah, the photographer world is Lightroom first. Then, if you have any major edits, you go to Photoshop. Oh, Believe me, I've moved ninety percent of all my editing to Lightroom because I'm a photographer. Good to know. Well, we're gonna we're gonna give you some time to give some some shameless plugs here in a minute. Oh. All right, number number three for me. Sad news, but I just felt like I needed to mention it. For those of you those of you in the world who know me, I was once a huge wrestling fan, and the Ultimate <sighs> Warrior passed away. I know it's so sad. It made me really sad because for me it was awesome. I was a WCW fan and the Ultimate Warrior was awesome in the eighties and I just remember when Hollywood Hulk Hogan was like the mean guy and he was yes. ruining everything and they tasered Goldberg and took big sexy Kevin Nash, my other hero, and made him bad too. It destroyed the wolf pack, it just made me really sad, and Ultimate Warrior came back and made Hulk Hogan shake in his boots, and so I'm gonna post a link of one of my favorite all-time clips of the Ultimate Warrior on wrestling. And it's like the worst acting in Hulk Hogan's part <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> so I bad. can't wait to watch it. But, you know, we'll miss you, Ultimate Warrior. You were the man. I looked up to you so much. <laughs> that was a bit correct. That's my that three. Is, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, I got three. I'll go really quick. Um, there's a little app on my iPhone for a game called 8-Ball Pool. It is the simplest game, but I am super addicted. I saw you post a screenshot of this. Yeah, you played uh, who? Like Tom Brady or something? It was Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Who knows? It could have been just some, you know, you know, fifty-year-old, three-hundred-pound guy with. Wait, that sounds like me. No, just <laughs> <laughs> describe me too. Uh, no, but uh, yeah. So I'm addicted. I'm playing it on my poop breaks at work and everywhere else nice. it's great so it's really great my second thing is the fake hoverboard video with christopher lloyd in it oh, for the man. back to the future hoverboard did you guys see that yes oh i know that was like three weeks ago but i'm still in love with that video because i'm a video editor and i look at that and i'm like that is incredible looking <laughs> Tony Hawk was in they did now. so good yeah, and so many people believed it. It was incredible. <laughs> I had to like argue with people that it was fake and prove it to them on their website, but it it's was impossible. So right. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Look at you prepared. We didn't even set that up before. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, my third thing, and this is one I'm a little nervous about, but um, I'm a Mac guy and have been for a while it's not that i'm one way or the other i don't like that argument i say it's all about how you're gonna apply it but i've been wanting to upgrade to the new mac pro but it's four grand and um i need a lot more processing speed for all these uh effects i'm doing on video so i have this plan to make a hackintosh have any of you heard of the hackintoshes yes yes i have and 
Um, a part of me is bringing this up because I want to know if you guys have heard of terrible experiences, but I have a friend at work who builds computers, and we looked at UEG and looked up all the hardware that we're going to need to do it to make a super machine that should cost five to $8,000 of Mac made it, but only for $1,200. Wow. Really? And wow. install Apple's operating system on it. And Good so luck. then I'm running my Apple software with all my Apple, so, uh, all the software I purchased. Um, but I don't spend, you know, $6,000. I spend 1200 So yeah. that's what I'm that hoping Mac to do. That Mac Pro is beautiful looking though. Oh, isn't it? Oh, so beautiful. But I'm, I'm really excited to hear how the Hackintosh goes. I've been... I've been curious. I mean, I've seen a lot over the years. Like, there's been a couple laptops that people have been able to hack over to run yeah. it. But it'll be interesting to see the desktop ones, especially now that the Mac Pro's out and right. and people can actually try to duplicate it. And I I don't dare build a laptop from scratch and try no. to do this. But a Too tower, scary. a tower, I could definitely be okay with, and it would be for my home office. So. We'll see how it goes. And, of course, I'll keep my MacBook Pro for all my yes. mobile needs. But, yeah, so I'll let you guys know how it goes, all right? Yes, please report back. Cool. Well, great. So, Dustin, before we go, tell us a little bit about how people can continue to hear from you. I mean, we'd lo- we'll probably have you back on the show at some point, don't you think, Phil? I mean, yeah, this absolutely. has been an absolute privilege for us. Yeah. Um, so if we could – if our – listeners can how can they uh you know see what you're doing projects that you're involved with how can they continue to to be with you sure well i'm a photographer i'm also a videographer which sounds funny which basically means i do video and photo uh making movies is one of my dreams that's why i'm really into movies um and i've made a few short films but if you want to go check out my website it is fat lemon media.com again that's fat lemon media.com that's true there are two negative terms in the name of my company which is fat <laughs> and lemon but it's great so i <laughs> fat, like it fat lemon media.com check out my portfolios there's a few videos on there um on twitter at dustin merrill that's m-a-i-r-l um and i'm on facebook Dustin Thompson. So uh, check me out, and uh, I hope to be on the show again. This is lots of fun, guys. Great. Well, sorry to our listeners that we went over our typical time, but you know, special guests call for special occasions, right? Yeah, Dustin Thompson. You guys, you guys got to treat. You got an extra like thirty minutes of Dustin. I'm just a loudmouth, guys. That's all. (laughs) We need it though. Great. Well, Smelly Willies, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for listening. We uh, hope to hear from you again on our Twitter stream. You can also check us out on our Facebook fan page. Hot dog! That's right! That should have been one of our favorite things. Twitter.com slash SmellyCast. And Facebook.com slash SmellyCast. What? It's like we made up the word. And the website! SmellyCast.com It's a miracle! So I have I have some outro music thanks to uh, Carlton at Carlton on Twitter suggested this as some outro so here we go Phil this one goes out to you. So long farewell I'll be saying good night I hate to go and leave this pretty sight. Well I think that's enough of that. That's enough. All right. <laughs> Bye. But thanks Carlton.
See you, smelly bellies. Peace. See you guys.